this is the, this is the culmination of the two days of intense deliberations and uh, uh, intense lobbying here at the um, ANC Elective Conference of Eastern Cape. And ultimately, these are the outcomes. You see that Osama uh, Buyane uh, won the conference with 812 votes uh, to 616 votes of uh, Baba Aloma Digizela. This is a huge number, uh, Sakina. And uh, uh, as you would uh, I mean, recall, there were a number of lobbying, there were a number of uh, intermittent, intermittent disruption, and ultimately the conference uh, did happen uh, after a, a number of uh, uh, convinced, a number of uh, behind the scene lobbying. And ultimately, this is the result. And of course, we are told that um, it seems uh, Mr. Babalama Digizela and his uh, uh, people are not really happy about the handling of the conference. You would recall that, I mean, there were even fears at some point that some people had premeditation to collapse this conference and police had to be caught in. And of course, ultimately, we've seen uh, 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 Dr. Aaron Mutualedi uh, as the convener uh, sent here by the National Executive Committee of the ANC taking over the control of the conference and ultimately the conference that happened, Sakina. And Tebo, were there any surprises at all? Uh, because if we look at the results and uh, the slate seemingly holding, uh, any results anywhere during this particular uh, election process? Uh, Sakina, I'm struggling any surprises, today because I'm sorry. I'm inside. Can you repeat the question again? I was asking about uh, were there any surprise move uh, surprise movements at any stage here in Tebo because um, we saw Umlibo Koboshiane uh, earlier, you know, switching allegiances. But were there any other surprises that could uh, augur or hold any sort of sway going forward for Otabuyane? Uh, there hasn't been really, uh, if you were uh, observing, uh, there hasn't been any surprise because when we came here. It was clear that uh, Oscar Maboyan is going to take the conference, he's going to win, uh, because uh, you had two people who at some point uh, were seen to be uh, supporting each other, that is Mlibo uh, Koboshian and Baba Loma Tigisela, but not uh, clearly coming out in the open to say, yes, uh, we're going to have a joint uh, 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 venture and, and contest this election together. Ultimately, that's when uh, we realized that uh, when they draw up the, 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 the ballot, that's when we realized that indeed now uh, Mr. Mulebo Koboshiani will join uh, Baba Lomati Gizela. But it was already late. Two people who at some point uh, were seen to be uh, supporting uh, uh, Mulebo Koboshiani and Baba Lomati Gizela, but not uh, clearly coming out in the open to say yes, uh, we're going to have a joint uh, 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 venture and, and contest this election together. Ultimately, that's when uh, we realized that uh, when they draw up the, 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 the ballot, that's when we realized that indeed now uh, Mr. Mulebo Koboshiani will join uh, Baba Loma Digizela. But it was already late because some people were saying that uh, it needs to be de- uh, decisive. He needs to uh, uh, make that call earlier so that at least he consolidates these people together with that of Mr. Madigizela. But that didn't happen. But when we came here, it was very clear that uh, Oskar Mabuyane would take the conference. uh, You don't accept. Thank you, sir. Your name will not appear on the ballot paper.
justified uh, by I mean, in everything in their power to make sure that uh, the, co- the conference doesn't collapse because they didn't want to see the repeat of what happened in 2017. So uh, credit, as some people are saying, uh, goes to uh, Dr. Aaron Motualeji, who managed to handle uh, the conference very well, uh, despite accusation from some of his detractors here. And then, Ntebo, uh, the conference expected to close. Do we know exactly when? Because President Cyril Ramaphosa is expected to address uh, the conference, and we know he's expected here in Cape Town uh, for the mining in Daba tomorrow. So do we have any clarity on more or less when that's supposed to take place? Yes, uh, the, uh, Isakina is going to be a very long haul today because you recall that, I mean, right now they're busy and nominating and electing members for the Provincial Executive Committee, the PEC, and from there they will have to uh, break into commissions to sort of deliberate on the policy formulation that will guide this elected leadership to govern the province properly. And, of course, from there there's going to be a report no. back into the plenary. That's okay, thank you, sir. Your name will not appear on the ballot paper. Comrade Siabula Lazanga, do you accept nomination? Times and everything, and uh, that one is on will take a bit of time to allow the president to be here. And indeed, the president is expected to close the conference late in the evening. But when we speak to Dr. Aaron Motualedi, he said that uh, the president will come not before three, it will be after three o'clock. So it is expected that around six in the evening, the president will be here to close the conference. And just finally, Ntebo, as uh, we wrap this uh, part of the conversation, uh, just a rundown of uh, the leadership that was elected, uh, that uh, came through victorious on that Mabuyani slate. Again, again. I was saying the names of those who were elected um, because we also had to come out of that and uh, do the show. So I got a few of the names, um, uh, Zolile Williams, for example, uh, but uh, kind of missed some of the others. Do you have those names for us? Yes, uh, Zolile Williams is the provincial treasurer. She wins against uh, Andile Lungisa because you recall uh, the Nelson Mandela Bay Metro submitted Andile Lungisa's name. And of course, the deputy, I mean, the, 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 the provincial secretary is Lulama. And the deputy secretary is Helen uh, uh, Saul, and uh, the, the the deputy is Mr. Simbogo, who is the deputy chairperson on the slate. Is he indicating anyway? I think uh, we'll send you back to that conference. And as uh, Ntebo said, it is now the nominations. As you heard, uh, people being called, uh, asked if they're accepting nomination. We heard there, among others, the names of uh, Stella and Dabeni Abrams, as well as Andile Lungisa, who both accepted uh, nomination there for um, uh, members of the PEC. So that process is currently underway. Right, Ntebo um, Mokobo is, of course, our senior uh, political reporter out in the Eastern Cape for us. We join now by uh, political analyst Ongama Mtinka. Thanks so much for your time and uh, for speaking to us here on Updated Noon. Uh, good afternoon, Sakina. Thrilling times in the province. Isn't uh, it just? Uh, yeah, good morning. Good afternoon to listeners too. So we've been gripped to our television screens watching what's been happening in the Eastern Cape late into the night. Um, any surprises for you with the re-election of Oscar Mabuyani? 
Look, this was a very fierce contest, and I refused to call it, notwithstanding, you know, some of the claims across the sectional divide. So the outcome was always going to be a, a very interesting one, um, and I, I, I refused to accept the idea that many people had that at, the, at any stage this was a foregone conclusion in terms of who was likely to win. And I think that with the results, and in fact, in a democratic process, like in a, that's one of the things that you want to see, that the likelihood of a winner becomes doubtful because it's, 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 it's proven part of the theory that if people are not confident about the likelihood of coming back, they will tend to try and respect what we call regime performance a lot better. Obviously, this is party political, uh, but I think the principles are still the same. So uh, even they who have succeeded, I don't think they're going to take this victory lightly and are also going to be concerned about what values they bring to the national conference as well come late uh, December. What would you see? Uh, would you say um, Ongama would be the most pressing issue that Mabuyane will have to deal with beyond this province? Because if you look at uh, the margin of victory, obviously there is a huge cohort of ANC members in the province whose support he doesn't seem to have. Absolutely, any leader uh, from this conference uh, should be somewhat concerned. I think that. The, the, the margin was just above 50 percent, if my memory serves uh, me. Well, well, thereabouts. So, so, so it's a concerning one. The work that remains is to unite the Eastern Cape as best as possible. That's going to be difficult in an election year of the ANC, as 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 the various leaders were rightly concerned. National leaders have got interest here, and part of the interest is to make sure that whatever numbers of they, they can get from here form part of a national elite pact. My challenge with that is that the configurations of these uh, pacts are generally not done in terms of what's best for the province. They are more about which elites at a particular area in the country help a particular elite nationally to become, you know, uh, 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 secured in their process to uh, to secure victory at the national conference. So the provincial leadership has been announced, top leadership structure. But that being said, do you think that we are likely to see more court action post these elections? What's interesting, I was observing the body language of each of the members of the uh, losing faction as they were being asked if they were keen to be included in the list of the uh, provincial executive committee. Uh, the, the fiercest competitor being Andy Lelungisa, he walked upstage to congratulate each one of the uh, winners. And I think that, Sakina, that comes from the reader of the process leading up to the acceptance of credentials. I think they put up a good fight knowing that uh, the, what, what the implications of the numbers were at a certain time. And I think that they were given some victories. If you look at the original list of potential delegates to conference, it dropped from about 1,600 to about 1,400. So that shows to me that 
uh, the grievances that they had were acceded to. And that's why you can have each one of them confidently say, include us in the list of the PUC, and we are, and, and, and you saw Angela Lungisa go congratulate them on stage and on his Twitter page. So it does suggest to me that they are confident that they have lost uh, fairly, having put up the fights that they did in order to get the process to get uh, to accept the credentials. So moving forward, of course, uh, this all plays into the elective conference uh, of the African National Congress at the end of the year. What does the president uh, take away from this? The, it's interesting. So the president's uh, chances were hedged here, uh, to borrow from investment language. So it was an impression was created that regardless of which 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 chairperson at least one, uh, he was safe as far as the chairperson's preference was concerned. With Babalo, there was always a concern about everybody else who was in his late who was in his late who didn't support the president. In the Oscar Mumbuyane camp, there wasn't any of the leaders who were known to be anti-president Silva Maposa. So his chances have been boosted significantly here. But also, one thing I wanted to throw in is that if you look at the names in the list, it's fairly representative as far as the, the, the geographic representation of the various regions of the Eastern Cape. You've got two people on the westerly part. You've got uh, Oscar, obviously, comes from Chris Ali. Uh, you've got Mr. Williams from Joe Garden. So it seems to me that there's been a fair geographic representation of 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 uh, uh, the top five, and that should serve at least to be able to be, you know, a counterbalancing uh, top five that can be able to foreground the various interests of the various regions of the province. Those are the interests of the ANC. What about the interests of the people of the Eastern Cape? What do they get out of this? Sure. I'm glad you asked that question. So I wrote a piece last week that suggests that not the problem with this conference, again, is that the numbers of people are carefully selected on who they were likely to vote for, right? Now, uh, that suggests to me that the process itself is elite-driven in the sense that people got to be in the conference on the basis of who they were going to vote in across the factional divide. My argument was that the ANC needs to rethink this process because that precludes selling a vision by each of the leaders that are running for office. So at this stage, we don't know what they stand for, um, you know, in terms of what they want to offer to the people of the Eastern Cape. How do they conceptualize the problems and what do they want to bring to the table? Indeed, you've had, I think, uh, uh, Volko as well as Mamuyade in the cabinet. And uh, I think Volko in economic development, one of the MECs that uh, left less spoken about when it comes to, you know, corruption and has been somebody who has steadied the sheep as far as um, investment promotion efforts of the province are concerned. So indeed you can get, you know, uh, 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 some size of some positives for the province. Uh, however, 
I think it would have been good to hear from Oscar Mamiane campaigning, saying, this is what I've done in my first term, this is what I would like to do in the second term. One thing we need in the Eastern Cape are leaders uh, mm. who are passionate about, they are so passionate about the problems that it almost consumes them and leads them to make uh, actions in a zealous way to try and commit to changing the, the plight of the people here. One of the things I'm not happy about, for example, with the Oscar Mamiana administration, is around the, the failure to foreground the regions that are producing cannabis, that have been known to be producing cannabis and exporting it, when uh, now there are processes in the country to formalize the production thereof for medicinal mm. use. I mean, somebody who's burdened with the plight of the people in the Eastern Cape should be fighting very hard to make sure that whatever the licensing legislation that's coming up foregrounds those people instead of bringing Chinese or other people from outside the country to try and exploit this opportunity.